It's Thursday, October 26, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. When supply chains break, Okta, 1Password, and the domino effect of security breaches, the dual edges of AI, phishing threats, and fraud detection, when robots go wrong, lessons from a campus prank, and adopt or adapt strategic choices in the age of AI and automation. This is the business of tech. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's start by updating on that Okta story. 1Password has become the latest victim of the customer service breach, where a threat actor gained access to Okta's customer support case management system and used it to penetrate some customers. On September 29th, the password management company observed suspicious activity within the Okta instance that it uses for managing its employee-facing apps, according to a company statement. The activity was quickly terminated, and while it didn't detail the extent of the infestation in employee apps, it did say that no user or employee data or other sensitive systems were compromised. Do you think you're alone in feeling overwhelmed by standards? Many defense contractors are falling behind in meeting the upcoming cybersecurity standards set by the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC. A study commissioned by CyberSheath reveals that defense contractors are not meeting the CMMC standards, and the average score submitted by contractors has barely improved. The implementation of CMMC 2.0 is approaching, which will include mandatory third-party or government certification for vendors handling sensitive information. The Defense Department is expected to enforce compliance once CMMC becomes a finalized rule. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is collaborating with industry stakeholders and government agencies to update the National Cyber Incident Response Plan. The updated plan aims to provide a transparent and collaborative framework for cyber incident response, taking into account the evolving landscape and the role of the private sector as the first responder. CISA plans to involve regulators, critical infrastructure organizations, and the public in the development of the updated plan, with the goal of approval and publication by the end of 2024. Why do we care? If you ever need a supply chain example, one password gives you one. The interconnectedness of digital services means a security breach can have domino effects, and providers need to prepare for such scenarios. Even if one vendor assures no data is compromised, any lapse could weaken the larger security chain. Vetting vendors for cybersecurity measures and having contingency plans for multi-level breaches should be standard practice. The news about defense contractors struggling to meet CMMC standards illustrates the complexity of adhering to cybersecurity frameworks. With the implementation of CMMC 2.0 approaching, providers in the defense sector or serving clients who must adhere to the standards need to double down on compliance efforts. The introduction of third-party certifications elevates the issue from a checkbox exercise to one with serious legal and financial ramifications. And remember, another call for input. 
Since providers often act as the first responders during cyber incidents, their feedback could shape policies that are more practical and implementable. Staying involved in these policy discussions not only aids in better preparation, but may also offer early insights into forthcoming regulations. According to IBM Research, ChatGPT is already capable of writing convincing phishing emails, raising concerns about the potential for hackers to exploit AI tools for cyber attacks. In an A-B testing experiment, 11% of employees fell for a ChatGPT-written email, while 14% fell for a human-written phishing email. Although ChatGPT lacks emotional intelligence, its ability to generate phishing emails quickly is worrisome for cybersecurity. While safeguards are in place, social engineers have found ways to work around them. And insurance companies are increasingly using AI to combat fraud, with nearly 60% already utilizing AI for this purpose. The rise of deepfakes and manipulated images has posed a new challenge, prompting the development of software tools to verify the authenticity of images. While current AI tech delivers some fraud alerts, Developers are also exploring generative AI systems to assist those investigators. However, challenges remain in terms of data availability, regulation, and the need for transparency and explainability in AI systems. Why do we care? AI good and bad at the same time. Considering AI-written phishing emails are nearly as effective as human-written ones, providers need to ramp up education and detection measures. It's not just about installing spam filters, it's about that continuous education and advanced monitoring tools that can adapt as fast as the threats do. The increased use by AI by insurance companies to detect fraud is a two-edged sword. On one hand, it offers an additional layer of scrutiny that can be beneficial in assessing risks and detecting those fraudulent activities. On the other, the challenges of data availability, regulation, and transparency still need to be addressed. It's why offering not just technological, but also regulatory expertise is the critical insight for value. Oregon State University experienced a panic over a fake bomb threat involving autonomous food delivery robots. The university issued a safety bulletin advising students to avoid all robots on campus. It was later revealed that the threat was a student prank and the person responsible was apprehended. The company behind the robots clarified that the threat was a social media joke. And despite all the confusion, the story I found this in highlighted the sympathy students had for the robots who were just trying to do their job. Why do we care? I couldn't resist a good robot story, but it's all about second-order effects again. Automation and robotics can be weaponized, and how many of the designers considered this during implementation? I also wanted to highlight the human element in technology interaction. In this case, the public sentiment was sympathetic toward the robots. As robots and other automated systems become more integrated into public spaces, providers may find themselves dealing with not just the technical, but also the social dimensions of their technologies. I'm out of the office tomorrow, so you get your Friday big ideas before Friday, giving you more time to ponder them. Amelia Jacob in Tech Bullion offers a perspective on the future of IT outsourcing as shaped by trends such as machine learning automation, blockchain services, 
artificial intelligence automation, remote employment, cloud computing, cybersecurity, IoT, and e-commerce and trading automation. Her argument? These trends offer numerous benefits to businesses, including streamlined processes, enhanced security, increased productivity, and cost efficiency. By embracing these trends and outsourcing IT services, organizations can stay ahead in the digital landscape and make informed decisions to drive their business success. Matt Turner in Insider has a great look at the historical context of technology transformation. Are you worried about AI? Many people are concerned that AI will replace jobs, but similar worries were expressed in the past about spreadsheets and ATMs. However, both technologies ended up creating more jobs overall. From the piece, quote, As adoption of this technology grew rapidly throughout the 1980s, especially after the introduction of Microsoft Excel in 1987, we saw a reduction in the number of Americans working as bookkeepers and accounting auditing clerks from around 2 million in 1987 to just above 1.5 million by 2000. But we also saw a significant increase in Americans employed as accountants and auditors rising from 1.3 million in 1987 to 1.5 million in 2000, and management analysts and financial managers from about a half a million in 1987 to 1.5 million in 2000. And what if you want to do nothing about AI? Jason Foster in Forbes argues it may be the strategy. With the hype around AI at its peak, it may be counterintuitive, but beneficial, to take a step back and carefully consider your strategy for AI. A successful approach includes a robust data strategy, ethical considerations, fostering innovation, broad education and training, and implementing policies and governance. Starting small with prototypes, collaborating with co-pilot tools, and choosing problems that actually require AI can help you get started without feeling overwhelmed. By thoughtfully integrating AI, aligning with ethical principles, and embracing a new model of development, you can drive meaningful transformation through AI application. Why do we care? As well-rounded technologists, understanding history gives perspective. This has happened before. As automation can handle mundane tasks, the need for skilled professionals to manage, interpret, and secure these systems will grow the focus could shift further from task execution to strategy and analysis, just as it has done in the past. Jason Foster's argument is a cautionary note against diving headfirst into AI without a solid strategy, and how the strategy is the key deliverable. This is particularly relevant for providers who might feel the pressure to adopt AI hastily due to market hype. A methodological, needs-based approach is more likely to yield benefits than a rushed one. And then, a successful AI implementation involves much more than just technology that includes data governance, ethical considerations, and human talent. And you should deliver that all to customers. Gazinta Mobius can make your life easier through accounting automation. Tired of inputting your invoices, expenses, and inventory from ConnectWise Manage into QuickBooks Online? Gazinta Mobius reduces your data entry to the click of a button. Did you know that the average MSP spends 10 hours manually inputting accounting data each week? With that time, you could implement process consulting with Eureka Process, run a D&D campaign, 
or catch up on a month's worth of the business of tech. They now offer an onboarding package providing direct support for quick resolution and regularly release new features. Gazinta is a family-owned company dedicated to making software suck a little less each day. Visit them at gozynta.com. Thanks for listening. We're in full swing of the fall, and it is National Pumpkin Day. So maybe take time to carve one this weekend. I'll be off tomorrow, but there is a bonus episode this weekend as we talk to an entrepreneur about AI investments. I'll be back again on Monday. Have a great weekend. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on this show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.